So I was upstairs. My phone rings, which reminds me. It is off because it happened this week at prayer meeting. My phone rings, and I thought, oh. So, you know, you're trying to hurry, you get on, and I look, and it says, Michael Bernard. Well, if you didn't know who Michael Bernard is, he's the treasurer of the Michigan Conference. He's supposed to speak here today. And it's my wife's cousin, Brenda. So I went back, and I talked to him, and he says, Cheryl's mom isn't doing well. She had heart surgery. Um, they ended up having to collapse along to get to where they needed to go, and she wasn't doing real well. And I said, that's fine. I said, no problem. You know, you need to go down there. They're in Kettering. Kettering. So he's like, I don't want to leave. I said, we're fine. Mr. Justin was downstairs, and he says, Bizret's coming. He says, he's from Ethiopia. He spoke here before. So I called Mandy. Oh. Cool. It's already taken care of Wednesday night. This is good. Well, it was about 20 after 7 this morning. Heard my phone go ding. And I thought, well, oh, it's a little early. I go over and look. It's Mandy. And I thought, mm, probably not good. <laughs> um, Bizret's not feeling well this morning. I said, hmm. All right. I said, well, we'll make, I'll make something work. And then a little while later, I get another one. He's, he's doing better. He'll be here. And then they went down to the urgent care, found out he has pneumonia. So we need to pray that he starts feeling better fast. But throughout the week, I've been doing a little thinking. So this is going to be short. For one thing, we have to be at the park by one. And it's also going to be... Uh, Everybody's going to help here in a little while. It's almost Thanksgiving, so we have a lot of things to be thankful for. But in uh, Mark chapter 5, verse 25, it says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years, and she had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. So here you have a woman, probably single, has spent everything she's had for the last 12 years trying to fix this problem. And I can't even imagine the things that the physicians tried to do to, to stop you know, this issue. But... You know, and she was considered unclean. She couldn't do a lot of different things. When she had heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, and this is the biggest word in these verses, if, if only I touch his clothes, I shall be made well. You know, that word can be used a lot of different ways in the Bible. Her faith was so strong, she thought, if I just can get through that crowd, there was a multitude around him. She wasn't even supposed to be there. She, you know, if I can just reach out and touch it, I will be healed. And that made me think this morning, I thought, where else have I heard that word, if? Oh, Lucifer. 
when he was with Jesus, says, if you are the son of God. That's totally different. You know, she was, if I can just do it. And he's like, you know, if you really are the son of God. You know, so I was sitting there and I was thinking about that. But what happened when she did touch that garment? What happened? Immediately she was healed. And that, how thankful could have she been? I mean, 12 years, that is a long time to be sick. If I'm sick, my sciatic nerve's been bothering me for two weeks, I'm sick and tired of it. You know, and that's been two weeks, 12 years. And I kept thinking to myself, that is an incredible amount of faith, which I don't know. You know, I have faith, I think, but I don't know if I would have that much faith to be able to go and, you know, well, if I just touch it, I'll be healed. But she was at the end of her rope. She was, she had nothing else left that she could do. She had no more money. They've tried probably everything under the sun to, you know, take care of this. But, you know, and that got me thinking, you know, I need to work on my faith. I need to be more thankful when things do happen. Like I told in the children's story there with the brakes. I mean, I had parked my camper, and the next time I had hit my brakes, they were gone. But, you know, it, as the time goes on, you keep thinking, ah, oh, you know, that was just a coincidence or whatever. It's not. It, it is God working in each and every one of us. So there is a lot of things I got thinking of, you know, being thankful for. This church, you know, there is a lot of things going on. I mean, we have, the Brandos have a Bible study in the afternoons at their house. I believe you serve lunch too, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. You know, they get together, they're doing that. That's a ministry. There's been other people that they've invited who are not members of our church. You know, they will come. We have, I was, they were asking me from Mile John, was asking me this morning, you know, well, what kind of youth things do you have at this church? And I started to telling him a few things, and I thought, wow, we have a lot going on between the Pathfinders, the school. Each class has something going on downstairs, an outreach. And I thought, you know, that is something to be tremendously proud of, that these young people will take the initiative to go out and talk with people. And that's what's been making me more, I need to tell people about what's going on, who Jesus is. Because it's pretty easy just to talk to people, but it's a lot harder to talk to them about Jesus sometimes because you thought, I don't want to, you know, make them mad or I don't want to, you know, do this and then they won't like me, and everybody likes to be liked. But sometimes you just got to take that chance. 
like this lady here in the Bible that, you know, just reached out. She took that chance on faith. And that's what we need to do. I mean, we do, you know, when we have the health expo, it's, it's amazing how many times somebody will come up to you and you'll be talking about different things in the church or different programs and they'll say, well, are you the ones that run the health expo? And our media team, or not media team, communications department has been putting articles in the paper so people know what we're up to a lot of the time. That's all good news for Jesus in my book because it is putting out there that we are here to help. And, you know, like their song said, God is love. And if each and every one of us, just one time a week, reach out to somebody and give them some love, you don't know how much of a difference it can make. So, I know there's a lot of things to be thankful for. A lot of things that we need to work on, too. I mean... If anybody's perfect in here, I'd like to talk to them afterwards because I'd like to get some advice. And I don't figure I'm going to have very many takers. But, you know, it's coming to that time of the year where you're thinking, and I don't know why, it should be all year long, but you have Thanksgiving and you start thinking, you know, you're thankful for this. And you have Christmas and, you know, it's a giving time. I'd like to do it all year long, but, you know, it seems like this time it really gears up in the world. So, I'm going to take a mic. I need a volunteer to help with a mic. Has anybody got anything, you know, that they have been thankful for this year? You know, just, I've mentioned a few of the things, you know, I'm thankful that, uh, you know, this church is here. And also, we need to keep in prayer. I forgot to, uh, I was going to mention it earlier. Sunday at 3 o'clock, we are interviewing a pastor. So keep that in your prayers. You know, we want to make sure that it's the right pastor. You know, I've, we've been without a pastor before, and it works. Sometimes it don't work that well, <laughs> like this morning. <laughs> but you know what? God always has a plan. He's always there. And if we leave it up to him, we know we're going to make the right decisions, All, not only like for choosing a pastor, but in life. I won't mention that was John's phone. Because it happened to me this week, so. You know, it's good to find out what other people are thankful for. You know, we see each other every week. And it's, hi, how you doing? Good. But we don't really, really know how each other's doing. So, Peyton, you got the mic. Has anybody got anything that they're thankful for? Mr. Curtis does. There's so many things that I'm thankful for. One is uh, 
I had health problems with my knee this year. And the good Lord gave me an elevator. So I wouldn't have to go up stairs every day, every day, every day. Amen. There's so many things that this church, this town, this state, my God, my Jesus, my Holy Spirit. I like to throw in one little thing, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Thanks to this church, we have a great neighborhood all over this town. Amen. Thank y'all. As you know, we just all, we moved here, and I'm very thankful that we did, and I'm very thankful that we found this church and uh, the friends that we've made and the old acquaintances that we've made new friendships with, and I appreciate that so much, and I'm very thankful for that and everything that's going on here, and I pray every day that, the God, that God will bless everything that's happening and all that you people do here, and I thank you very much for that, and also for my wife, Ray. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. This week, I had the privilege of calling the people who had um, concerning test results from their lab work done at the Health Expo. And Mrs. Brando so kindly called the people whose test results was good <laughs> and didn't have any concerns. And it, it was such a blessing to talk to each and every one of them because they wanted to know what their labs were and they cared. And... Mm -hmm. I'd like us corporately to pray for them because there's some very sick people out there that really need uh, some help. And it's a real blessing to be able to have a health message to help them. Amen. And I spoke with a gentleman whose name was John who um, is moving up to Harrietta. And he grew up around Berrien Springs, so he has some experience with Seventh-day Adventist. He was walking, and Bob, you may know who he is, uh, he was walking in a walker and very weak, uh, six foot, very thin, um, been going through some serious health problems since 2012. And uh, I shared with him his numbers. He wants to know what to do to help. He has Lyme disease. I had Lyme disease. Um, he said he was so grateful to the Seventh-day Adventist because he remembered them fondly as a child, and now to have them have the health expo and help with his health, and he wanted to go to church. And so I called Pastor Bob and gave him John's name and number, and he was going to be contacting him and expecting him at church today. Amen. 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 And that's what it's all about. That's, that's what it's all about. You know, we've been doing that health expo for five years. Thank you, Laura. And some of the people you see, you know, you recognize from the year before. And then there's new people that just can't believe that we're doing this for free. You know, there's no, no strings attached. But it is giving to the community. Is there anyone else? I just wanted to take a minute and um, share that I personally am very thankful for real people. I'm thankful that, you know, we live in a world where, yes, there's garbage and there's junk and there's hurt and there's bad stuff, but there's also 
other people, other church members, other friends, other family who have walked through their own mud. And it's incredible that we can share with each other. And in doing so, we can encourage you know, one another and, and uplift one another. We never know what people are going through, but when you can connect with, with someone who's been through something similar that you are going through, it's very encouraging and it keeps your hope alive. And right now I'm in a place where I need that. And so I'm grateful and I'm thankful for real people who are willing to share their garbage with others. And that means a lot to me. That means the world to me. It means that I'm not alone and that we all have a need for a Savior. And praise Jesus that he covers our mud with his blood. Amen. Like I mentioned before, I said, there isn't any of us perfect in here. The only one that's perfect is Jesus. I just wanted to share, many of you, if not all of you, know that this has been a pretty hard year for our family in particular with Judah's new diagnosis um, the last few months. But I'm thankful that we can trust in Jesus, that we can put our trust in the hope of Romans 8.28, where it says all things work together for good for those that love the Lord, and that these trials that we face grow, grow our faith and help us to be on our knees more and in a closer relationship with Jesus, that he would never allow any of these trials to come upon us, whether it's a diagnosis or whether it's like what Devin was talking about, some discouragement or some trials that we just face personally. He would never allow those to come in our path if it wasn't for a greater good and um, that it was working for our own faith to be grown and to impact the people around us. And so I would love for nothing more than to wish and pray this disease away from Judah, but I'm thankful for the lessons that our family has gained through it, and hopefully our church family and those that come around us, that it will make an impact for something very positive and hopefully for eternity. I'm thankful for that. And last week we went up to... Uh... Camp Asable with the youth to a high C retreat, college and high school, which was very good. And when I took some of the Vogler kids home, I dropped them off and I was getting ready to leave. And I thought, ah, I'm going to go see all the kids. So I went in, and Judah was at the table coloring, and he yells out, Bah! And he runs over and gives me the biggest hug I think I've ever had. And I was like, so totally worth coming inside. But it is. That's what it's all about, is the caring and trusting. we got to trust in Jesus. Sometimes we like to try to fix everything ourselves. You know, this afternoon, we don't know if she's going to be there or not, but um, Brenda got a call from the shelter that there was a teenage girl, I believe 18, um, staying at the shelter, found out she's pregnant. And she's staying at the shelter, trying to get somewhere. You know, they can't tell you where. Um, You know, back around some family-type things. But hopefully today, pray that she is down there so we can connect with her, talk with her to see if there's, you know, anything we can do. Um, I know they were looking for a place for her to stay she could get a job and earn enough money to get to where she needed to go. So 
you know, it is. It's, it's not an easy life sometimes. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of good times, but there is just, like Devin said, some garbage. You know, we all have something. And it's only through the blood of Christ where we know that we are going to be fine. Judah's going to be fine. You know, can't look at him right now because I'm going to cry. But it's those trials that make us stronger. Being without a pastor, believe me, there's times where I went, oh, I wish we had a pastor. <laughs> you know, oh. But I also know that that's, this is the time where the church needs to bond together, stand up, strengthen each other. Because if we're relying on a pastor, we're at the wrong place because they come and go, you know. Busy, how many? In Ethiopia, how many pastors are at a church? Are they there every week? No, that's right, no. Not even close, right? You know, I can't remember. The time change really messes me up, so I'm up like 2.30 now. I can't remember who I was watching, if it was Doug Batchelor or somebody this morning. And they were talking about, in the old days, they would send the sermons and the deacons would read them. And I thought, wow, I'd never heard that before. I don't know if anybody else has ever heard that. Maybe I was dreaming. <laughs> but you better check that one out on me. But, you no, know, there is so many things that happen in just this little congregation and the surrounding congregations. And the only thing that we really need to worry about is showing the love of God. And that's it. If we do that, people are going to flock in here. Well, seeing how we are going to go down to the park, I'm thankful it's not real windy and snowing today, believe me. We are going to sing our closing song. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you got a mic coming. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you are the only answer we need. There are so many different things that happen in each and every one of our lives. But Father, we just ask that you would be with the decisions that we make. 
Father, there's so many things that can happen, go one way or another. But we're so thankful you're there to guide and direct in our lives. And Father, please be with each and every one of us here, each ministry, each thing that was mentioned here today. There are so many things for us to be thankful for. But Father, we just thank you for your love, your kindness, your gentleness, and just wanting us to be with you. In your name we pray, amen. Okay, we've changed to him, so we really didn't need bulletins this week. We're going to sing him 88. You know that one? Please stand. Father, again, we thank you for this Sabbath day. We thank you that we are able to come here and worship. But Father, we just ask you would be with us this week. Help us to witness to someone this week. Help to show your love shine through us. In your name we pray. Amen. <laughs> 